0: You're listening to Unshackled Leadership, a lantern for black women. This podcast is produced to help black women in leadership become more centered by silencing their inner critic and creating strategies to become more confident and innovative. I'm your host, ICF Certified Executive Leadership Coach, Joya jefferson Nuri. Welcome to the very first episode of my podcast, Unshackled Leadership, A Lantern for Black Women. I am honored that you joined me for our debut episode. This podcast is produced for Black women who are seeking to move into the leadership positions or already sit in those seats. As a certified executive leadership coach, and I've been a leader in several industries, I resonate with the journey Black women have to take to move to their zone of genius and stay there. During our first season, we're going to take you through the pain and stress of your inner critic, identify how it's shattering your dreams, and come up with a toolkit so that you can recognize when she's talking and how to quiet her. Also in this first season, we're going to take you to those, through those steps that will allow you to move from the corporate office to entrepreneurism, if that's what you're looking for. And I'm going to be your unofficial bookstore. We're going to look at the best leadership books, the best leadership websites that will help you on this journey. You know, I debated whether or not to call this show Unshackled. To use that word in the title, because I know that it causes a lot of stress and despair for a lot of people. It brings up a lot of bad energy. But I decided to keep it. I decided to keep it because I hope this show and my work as an individual executive leadership coach will unshackle black women from all of the images that are out there that suppress us, that belittle us, that show no appreciation for our contribution to history and present day and into the future. I want us to unshackle this from our souls. So to that end, this program is dedicated to Harriet Tubman, my hero. She is my hero, maybe not hero, but she is my hero because she risked her life and her freedom to show a lantern on a dark road to get us our freedom. So let's start our debut episode she who controls her inner critic controls her future that is true because the inner critic that voice in your head that always demeans you is something grown folks have so learning to master your inner critic may or may not be a new task for you because there are no toddlers who have an inner critic if you're a toddler then you are invincible. You can be anything you want. You can even fly if you want to because you're a toddler and you have no limits. But as we grow older, somewhere between the ages of eight and 15 years old, something happens. The first thing that happens is we start to realize our parents are not gods. They're not perfect. That shakes us a little bit between those ages, eight and 15. And then something will happen in the outer world that starts to dictate how you feel about yourself. It could be a family elder who constantly tells you to know your place. Or it could be your parents saying, don't get too big for your britches. Or your peers at school reject you for whatever reason. Or Johnny that you love so much, like Sally, and it demeans you. It could be body image issues with you where you're too skinny or you're too fat or you're too tall or your feet are too big or your hair is too nappy. And for black women, it could be your skin is too dark. And all of those things that happened to us in our early years resonates with us throughout the rest of our lives. It comes to get you. So even though you're not 12 anymore and you're 40, 50, 60, that demeaning thing that happened at 12 is still beating your butt. It still resonates in your brain. That's your inner critic. That's the voice that says what you can't be because. Because remember when you were 12, this happened and you failed at it. Remember when you were 14 and they told you you were bony maroney, then you became this person who just Hates their body. It happens to all of us. We all have that voice that is constantly criticizing, belittles and judges us. And the the voice comes in very different names. I call it inner critic, but some of my colleagues in coaching and in therapy call it the judge, the saboteur, the super ego. Our inner critics can always be cruel and profoundly damaging to us. You know, it's, It's the thing that impacts and determines how we live our overall lives and especially our mental health. It can talk you into not owning your own greatness. Let's just say somebody gives you a compliment. They love what you look like today or they really like that project you just finished or the process you're in. And your inner critic, within seconds of hearing that compliment, your inner critic says, oh, they're just being polite. That's that's what happens to all of us. And let's just say that you get a promotion or there's an opportunity for promotion or a new job. Within seconds of hearing about that opportunity, your inner critic is going to say, oh, they'll never hire you. And you're not qualified for this entire litany of reasons. And then... You start down this rabbit hole of believing the inner critic. You start to believe that you can't get that because, and I just listed them in my brain. We start to believe that the inner critic is the truth and you start believing it. And every single time you hear what the inner critic has to say, you believe it as the truth. It is not the truth. It is never the truth. It's seldom the truth. So here's how you're going to recognize when the inner critic is talking to you so that you don't head down the rabbit hole. You're going to feel it in your body. Your intuition is going to tell you when she's talking. And this is how it happens. You don't feel empowered. You don't feel like you can fly. You don't feel that you can master the moment. That's when your inner critic is talking. You're probably saying to yourself, well, my inner critic is talking 100% of the time. And she probably is. But when you feel in your soul frightened, anxious, in doubt, like you're a failure, you start to believe that Parent who told you, know your place, that grandparent who told you, you're too big for your britches, or when your friends rejected you, or you're bony maroney, or you're too fat. When you start to resonate with those things in your head, your inner critic is talking. Let's shut her up. The first step in shutting her up is to ask one question Is it true? You're going to know she's talking because you feel less than. And then stop, pause, and say, Is that true? Whatever she's saying to you, ask, Is that true? 90% of the time, it's not true. It was true in your first marriage. It was true at your last job. It was true when you were in high school, but it's not true now. But let's just say the answer comes back, some of it is true. Then the next question would be Is that true? And if it is true, is that the only truth? It is never the only truth. Whatever is belittling you, whatever makes you anxious, whatever gives you trepidation before you apply for that promotion or go for that grant, that's never always true. Maybe you didn't get the last grant. Maybe you didn't get the last job. It has nothing to do with the future. And you can't let this inner critic, which is will always be a wounded child affect your ability to move forward. You don't have to be stuck there. So how are you going to become aware of the inner critic and start the questioning, is it true? And if it is true, is that the only truth? You're going to develop an awareness of your thoughts You're not just going to go down the rabbit hole with a thought. You're not just going to sit on the sofa and say, oh, woe is me, and follow that line of thinking. You're going to become aware of your thoughts and you're going to stop. You're going to stop ruminating and doubting yourself after a mistake. And who says you're not good enough? Why don't you examine the evidence around that? Because there's probably very little evidence around that. And I would venture to say that if you're already a woman seeking leadership, if you're already a black woman seeking to stay in your position or to rise higher in it, you have lots of evidence that you are really quite worthy of this. I really urge my clients to put their resumes on the refrigerator door so that you can see the journey you've been on and how great you got there. You're standing here be- because of all those things on your resume that, you know, on your resume. So examine the evidence around whether you're worthy or not cuz there probably isn't a lot. Replace your overcritical thoughts about yourself to a more accurate and more aspirational thoughts. So if your thoughts are, well, I'm not as smart as Sally and Um, she's so much better than me, replace it with, I am the best I am where I am. I have gotten here over these rocky roads, but I stand here. And then consider how bad would it be if your thoughts were true? Can you change that reality? How bad would it be how bad would it be if you failed? How bad would it be if you have to start again and you, or you don't get the job or you don't get the promotion or you make a mistake in the office? Human's ultimate fear is death. Anything short of death, we believe, you can redo in a different situation, in a different way. But staying aware of your greatness Staying centered in your greatness allows you to regroup. And the last thing I give to all of my clients is a mantra. And a mantra that I use every day, I hope you will hear this and have it resonate with you. And the mantra is, I am enough. I have enough. I do enough. I am enough, just how I am. I have enough intelligence, resources, network groupings, mentoring, and Google. And I do enough. I keep, you can't keep being on this treadmill. of If I do more, if I do more, if I do more, I'll be worthy. If I do more, if I do more, if I do more, they'll respect me. Don't be a hamster. Get off of it and decide you do enough. And what you do extra is is like ice cream with cake. You already got cake. You don't need ice cream. But you can have ice cream. Assess your life. Look at it realistically. Let the voice of your inner critic sit down over there. Now, later in the season, we're going to talk more about the inner critic and all the other tools you can add to this. But right now, You can talk nicely to her and tell her to be quiet, or you can take out a baseball bat, whichever one works for you. But you have to quiet her so that you can really see you. And if you can be aware of your thoughts and cut her off, then that is the beginning. So you can master your inner critic. It takes focus and tenacity. That's all it takes. I want to thank you for joining me here for the debut episode of Unshackled Leadership, A Lantern for Black Women. I hope you learned something here today. And I want you to follow us on iTunes or or on Apple or Spotify or on YouTube. And if you like what you saw and if you don't saw, if you like what you heard or if you didn't like it, please leave us a review. I want to know what you think. And if you have have ideas for shows, put that in your review also. It's a pleasure to be your host. I am ICF certified executive leadership coach, Joya Jefferson-Nuri. And this is Unshackled Leadership, a lantern for Black women. Hope to see you in our next episode. Thank you for joining me here for this episode of Unshackled Leadership, a lantern for Black women. I hope you learned something here that will empower you. Now, if you want to reach me for individual coaching, you can find me on LinkedIn or at my website, In the Public Eye Communications. And I invite you to subscribe to us. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or on YouTube and please leave a comment. I would love to hear from you. I'm Joya Jefferson-Nury. I'm an ICF certified executive leadership coach. Thanks for joining me.